0: God has gone up with a shout. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Takeaways from unexpected goodbyes can stay with you for a long time. In the 2002 movie Spider-Man, the main character, Peter Parker... Is being driven to the library by his uncle, Benjamin. Peter has just been in a pretty severe fight at school, and his uncle is concerned. When he drops him off at the library, he tries to talk to his nephew, telling him he's changing. He's not the same as he's been before. So his uncle says, Peter, these are the years that you'll change into the man you're going to become for the rest of your life. And he keeps on by saying, remember, with great power comes great responsibility. With great power comes great responsibility. That's the last scene in the movie that both of them see each other. So he remembers, with great power comes great responsibility. Today is the Sunday when we celebrate the ascension of Christ. And it's also Mother's Day. So for all the mothers here and for all who remember our mothers or all who have been mothers to us, we honor you and we commemorate this day. Today is a time when we're called to look back on our past and to look forward. For the disciples, Jesus' departure might have been an unexpected goodbye. Today's ascension accounts come from the same author the writer who composed both the Gospel of Luke and the Acts of the Apostles. And the stories are slightly different. For today, I'd ask us to look at what's happening in Luke's Gospel. We're literally hearing the concluding narrative of the entire Gospel. Jesus is giving his disciples final instructions. He's opening their minds and enabling them to see all that they have experienced in this very short time of earthly ministry. It's almost too much to take in, and then he leaves. He ceases to be physically, visibly present with them from then on. And their first response in Luke's gospel is to return to Jerusalem with great joy to be in the temple continually blessing God. But the part that really anchors this narrative is Jesus' actual instruction to the disciples to remain connected to each other as a community until they have been clothed with power from on high. What such power could he have meant? Were the disciples going to answer their own questions now? Lord, is it the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? With great power comes great responsibility. Perhaps. But the power promised to the disciples begins in Jerusalem. So remain together as a community. Until you have been clothed with power from on high. The Jesus of the ascension isn't a Jesus that's going away at all. It's a Jesus that's promising faithfulness, promising steadfast love, promising a way of life that we can only imagine how to begin. The disciples didn't separate from each other, and Jesus did not separate from them. This recognition of connectedness is what kept them together in the temple until the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit shook their world and changed their lives forever. For most of us, it would be safe to say that the day that we were born, that the day of our births shook our world and changed our lives forever. And we all owe our lives to our biological mothers. Whether we know our mothers or not, whether we've had good relationships with our mothers or not, we have all been given life through our mothers. And there's one thing that science has recently discovered that changes this conversation as well. You see, science has discovered that after we're born... Some of our own very cells migrate and live up in our mother's brains. Yes. And we also carry some of our mother's cells in our brains. And if you have younger siblings, they have your cells and your mother's cells in their brains too. This isn't DNA code. These are actual cells of another person living inside you. Now, where I'm going with this is that even though science doesn't know why this happens, they don't know, science definitively says that we, our mothers, and our siblings are actually physically connected for our entire earthly existence. Whether we maintain close relationships with our family or not, we're physically a part of one another, even more physically than just sharing DNA. And if we are to back this up and go way back generation after generation, our human landscape makes us realize we're much more connected to one another in a physical way than we've ever imagined before. And the presence of Jesus Christ, the fully human being with lots of siblings, and Jesus, the fully divine being, is Perhaps living on in cellular form in many parts of our world. I might give you a minute to think about that one. But this even might have greater ramifications. Because if science is to believe, our brain cells can actually change based on experience, based on events in our lives, based on transformative episodes then could our lived experience of Jesus also change our brain cells? So when we talk about Jesus being spiritually present with us, maybe we also truly believe Jesus is physically present with us too. Literally, in our brains. Going back to the story again, Jesus is telling his disciples to remain connected to each other until they are clothed with power from on high. Staying connected to each other to to receive strength and courage and continue loving and blessing God in the temple. Staying connected in order to receive the breath and transformation of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost. Staying connected. And that's where we come in. Ascension isn't about Jesus separating himself from us at all. It's about Jesus helping us realize that we haven't ever been separated from the presence of the divine. That through our togetherness, through our community and common worship, we will be clothed with power to be like the disciples themselves And we can help answer the question they ask. Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom? To the disciples, the takeaway from Jesus' unexpected goodbye might have been to get to work. And that stayed with them for a long time because their work has been passed on to us 2,000 years later. And that work, we call that work mission. The real mission of God's community, the church, as it says in our prayer book, the real mission of the church is to restore all people to unity with God and each other in Christ. I'm going to repeat that. It says it in the prayer book to restore all people to unity with God and each other in Christ. The real mission begins when Jesus ascends because, knock, knock, it's our turn to begin. The power is being given to us. We have Jesus spiritually within us. Our act of receiving and sharing the Holy Eucharist every Sunday also reminds us that we are spiritually and physically connecting ourselves to the divine every week. Our Ascension Day moment happens over and over and over again. The power from on high flows from heaven to us. But are we ready to take on the responsibility With great power comes great responsibility. We'll never be the same as we were before. These are the times that you can change into the person you're going to become for the rest of your life. With great power comes great responsibility. Today, Jesus reminds us that he's giving his power to you. What's your response?